Hey guys, <clears throat> I want to talk to you guys today about what does it feel like to have a stutter? I wasn't born with a stutter. I developed a stutter at the age of four and it was pretty confusing as a kid because I couldn't understand why I was having trouble completing my sentences but more but more so why I wasn't able to complete a word getting stuck on a letter getting interrupted midway through completing that word only to be so stressed out and in pain by the end of it not fun it was really hard coming to terms with the fact that this was going to be a part of my speech for a very long time. My parents were really patient and provided me different strategies on how I could help myself. Things like taking time before speaking, speaking a little slower, whispering the letters before I could say the word because there were times when I would get stuck on the letter. So, for example, H, if I couldn't say a word that started with H, I would create a buffer and I would whisper my way into the word. So, if I couldn't say hello, I would say a uh, hello. It, it sounds like I was putting booster cables on my vocal cord. And a lot of the times I've used that. I still do every now and then. But I used to use it a lot before. Sometimes there wouldn't be no words and my lips would be moving. And it's just hot air. No words. And that feels mortifying. It, I, I was fucking sweating bullets when I would have those episodes. I'd feel bad about it. I'd feel so bad about it. I wouldn't want to speak. I My jaw would be strained. My palms used to get so sweaty. I used to have short breaths. You know, as a kid, you're just so puzzled by why did this even happen? Like, why was I picked for it? So I had no choice. I had to really come to terms with the fact that, okay, this is going to stay with me. And whether I like it or not, I have to somehow accept this and make it a part of me versus resisting it. Now, before I even came to that acceptance, I resisted so much because a lot of the times these things were not in my control. It was so unpredictable when I was going to stutter. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat has been uh, crackling all day. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't say my name. Bhavna was like, can you imagine a kid not being able to pronounce their own name? Terrible. I felt so stuck. I felt so trapped. I was like, great. I have a stutter and I can't fucking say my name. Very nice. What else? <laughs> so frustrating especially um in public school uh grade seven grade eight there's a memory just that's just 
popping in right now. And first day of school, one of my grade school teachers, Mrs. Smith, she's she's so sweet. Um, she makes us all stand and gets us to introduce ourselves. And we have to say something that we like. And I'm just thinking to myself, why? <laughs> why do we have to do this? It's not like we're going to remember each other's names. Honestly, let's be real. And so I'm sweating bullets. I'm like, fuck, okay. So I'm practicing underneath my breath, my name. That's all I'm practicing is, is to say my name. Bhavna, 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 Bhavna. Because I had to... You know, just, you know, just kind of fall into it, <laughs> create that buffer. So I remembered, okay, okay, here we go. The one thing that I remembered was, okay, create that buffer. Cause that's what I used to do all the time. Or I would use body language. So I would, um, I would move a lot more thinking that the words would come out smoother if I just leaned into some letters differently versus just standing there. I'm totally jumping stories right now, but I'm just going to quickly talk about this one. One of my classmates, um, she was so nervous. She was doing a presentation on polar bears or grizzly bears. And I noticed that her body language, like her body was swaying and she was so nervous, but she was able to say the words. So I'm thinking, oh, okay. Maybe that might work because I'm just looking at her body. I was like, well, the words are still coming out and it's helping her. So let me try and do that. So I was doing the same presentation on grizzly bears or I don't know, it was on bears. It was the exact same topic. And I'm starting to move my body and nothing is coming out of my mouth. I cannot even begin to tell you the feeling that I was feeling of just being defeated by my own voice and feeling betrayed that this method didn't work for me. I was so sure that it would. It just didn't. And I what and I I I had to go through the whole presentation. However, I sounded so choppy and it just didn't sound obviously there was no flow or anything. It was it was it was mortifying I, I can't even remember if anyone clapped but whatever anyway so that was a presentation that just popped out at me and and then this with us having to introduce ourselves Bhav, saying Bhavna was one of the most difficult names for me to say was my own name so now here I am practicing underneath my breath my name and then my turn comes up and so I greet the teacher. I'm like, hi, Mrs. Smith. Hello, everyone. My name is... Pahavna. Bro. I quickly jumped into, and I like watching movies, and I like eating pizza. Boom, that's it. I had no control, did not realize that it was going to be coming out that strong, and I could just feel myself going so low inside, like, fuck, man, first day of, 
first day of school. <sighs> and we're already struggling. So it definitely puts you in a space of feeling inadequate. Like you don't have something to add to the table because you're struggling in your communication. You're struggling in talking. Now this went on till about high school. And so in high school, I remember I, would, I wouldn't be doing presentations. Like anytime there was a project and we had to stand up and present, I would tell my teachers, nope, I'm not doing that. Like I don't feel comfortable speaking um, because of my stutter. So no. I remember this one scene from high school and my teacher was like, you know what, just finish up your project, do whatever you need to do. And just on the day that we have to present, think about it. So you don't have to say yes or no to me. If you say no, no worries. I'll skip over you and we'll continue. If you say yes, the stage is yours. So I'm like, all right, the day comes and my teacher is going around the class and and, you know, she's picking the students. And then she walks by me and she looks at me quietly, smiling, and raises her eyebrows. And I look at her quietly back and I nod from left to right. No. And then she skips over me. I think the student beside me was very confused and was like, wait, isn't she going? And she was just like, no, you're going. And that was the end of it. So she didn't make me feel small. She didn't make me feel a different way or anything. She just respected that and moved on. I was always trying to identify where my stutters would happen, in what specific emotions or moods, or and there wouldn't be one. It would be so unpredictable when it would happen. Yes, obviously, when I was stressed out and angry, or I would feel some way, um, mainly um, if, if I felt an emotional distress, I would encounter more stutter. However, even when I was happy and calm, I would still be stuttering. And so it was really hard to predict when it would happen. It lowers your self-esteem. It lowered mine. I failed a couple of projects because of it, you know, and here's the thing. Even though I've had people tell me that my stutter is cute, that's, you know, it's sweet. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate that. And I appreciate you guys telling me that, but in no way does it feel cute or sound cute for me at all. You're going through a high sensory overload with yourself and it's traumatizing. It consistently um, re-traumatizes you. It puts you in a trigger state. And sorry, excuse me. I need to, uh, I need to put my phone on silent. I'm getting messages. Um, while I'm at it, I'm going to have some water. In no way does it feel cute or sound cute because you're going through it. You just, I just want to focus on, I just want to focus on finishing this sentence. That's it. Get my point across. 
That's it. Speak my mind. Speak my truth. You qu- like I used to question why I couldn't say the words as smoothly as someone else. I felt there was something wrong with me as a kid, and it stopped me from speaking up sometimes. Inadvertently, you know, it does limit growth in areas that require you to speak up. So, it wasn't probably until drama class. It's probably 18, 19, 18 when I took drama class and that just shattered everything. Um, I've always appreciated arts and music and I grew up watching a lot of movies and my grandmother introduced me to different genres of movies, different genres of music and including my parents. And so because of them, I have, I listen to all kinds of music and I was going to first go and take music class, but then something about drama class called me and said, sign up for this class. And so I did. I leaned into it. Um, First day of drama class, we had to get up one by one and improvise. Oh, fuck. We had to improvise and make up a character and act in that character for about 30 seconds or less. I think it was just up to 30 seconds. You know, just to kind of break the ice and just to kind of get yourself comfortable in your own skin. And uh, <laughs> I have no idea why I came up with this character. But I came up with a character called Shaniqua. And <laughs> I guess Shaniqua was my alter ego because I didn't stutter when I was playing that character. The words were coming out so smooth. And while I was even doing it, I could hear... I could hear myself. I wasn't trying to think twice on it. I was just like, just keep going with it. Just keep going with it. (laughs) Like, fuck, don't even think twice on it. Just keep going. And then I sat back down and no one said anything. My teacher didn't say anything. My, you know, my classmates, they didn't say anything. And, And I wasn't even looking for feedback or whatever. It was just me going back down to my seat and having a moment with myself, having a conversation with myself. And I was like, yo, I wasn't stuttering. What? Hold up. Okay. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm here for it. (laughs) I'd like to see what this class could do for me. And that was it. It it poured so much back into me. Um, It started to fill my cups up in different ways that I didn't expect drama class would. It shattered my shell. I was so quiet in high school because of that. And drama class just broke it. It broke the shell. It poured confidence back into my speech, into myself. I did about three plays in drama class and I had so much fun with it. Never did I once stutter on stage. And drama class did something for me. It poured back love into me. It strengthened my sense of self. It poured back confidence into me. And it made me love my name. 
to the point where I made it fun for other people to pronounce my name because my name made people stop in their tracks, get them all confused because the V in my name would throw them off or just the way I'm pronouncing it. They couldn't hear me properly because it was too soft sounding, but that's actually the pronunciation of the name. So I want people to get my name right in one shot. So I came up with, you know, I came up with the line for them, which was whenever I would introduce myself or whenever they would ask me my name in the beginning, I would kind of tell them being like, listen, um, you might not be able to hear this name right because it's too soft. So I don't know if you can actually say it right, but it's pronounced Bhavna. Now, what I did there was I went on a journey with my name. I gave myself the permission to not just say my name, not just answer the question to the person. Yeah, I'm going to answer you, but I'm going to give you a little bit of a disclaimer. So me giving myself the permission to navigate how I'm going to introduce myself was on me. That's, that's mine. That's my decision how I'm going to do it. And I had fun with that. <laughs> and it used to make people so uncomfortable. So when I used to tell people, you got to whisper my name to get it right. And a lot of people would be like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, my name's a whisper. Or at least in the beginning it is. But And so I would get people to whisper my name. I'd be like, you know, in order to pronounce it correct, you have to whisper my name. Try it. And I would see blushes and people stopping in their tracks and laughing and be like, yo, for real? And I was like, yeah. It was so interesting to see people's reaction. Like, I did not know that Bhavna was so hard for other people to digest, one thing. Second, I didn't realize that my name would cause a reaction <laughs> where they would hear Bhav and then just kind of stop right there and go, wait, Bob? No, it's not Bob. It's Bhavna. Bhavna. And so... I would get people to say it and then eventually they would start saying it and then I would be like, see, you got to whisper my name. You got to like, you know, imagine if, you know, imagine you're getting all romantic with someone and you want to whisper their name in their ear, say my name. <laughs> oh gosh, I used to use that story so much. I used to use that story so much. I used to use, I used to use that segue so much. That now, I've obviously, I've removed that. Now, I don't really, like, I don't really give people that type of scenario. But I just now, just tell them you got to whisper it, and then they would whisper it. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what the emotion is. I get you in your feels. I get you in your feels with my name, Bhavna. I started loving my name, and that meant I started loving myself, and I started loving myself so differently. And I started enjoying my stutter. It made, after so many years, did I end up laughing with it and having fun with it. And I want to say this to the people that have a stutter, it doesn't limit you. It doesn't limit you from adding to the conversation. Do not feel limited by your stutter. Do not let it dictate how you want to talk. If you want to speak your truth, you speak your truth with the stutter. 
Because quieting yourself means minimizing yourself. You didn't even give yourself the chance to even try. That's something that I wanted to leave here and to share because there are moments where I look back in retrospect and I've seen where I've quieted my own voice and where I limited myself and where I started to gravitate towards opening that voice up and how. It doesn't limit you. It expands you. Stuttering expands you. It expands, it allows you, it gave me the space to expand my vocabulary more. I started reading more, started reading a lot of books. I started using new words intentionally whenever I, whenever I could, whenever there was space to use that, to use that new word I learned because I had to think of different ways of navigating around a conversation whenever I would feel my stutter about to come in and I increased my vocabulary. It taught me patience. Yes, I quieted my voice, but it also heightened different areas of consciousness. So patience was one of them. Using my pauses. I, shoot, I was paused all the time. But in those pauses, did I learn so much about other people? Did they feel comfortable? They felt comfortable in having conversations with me. It strengthened my li- it strengthened my listening skills. It allowed me to observe people differently. It allowed me to just be more present with them and with their and with what they're sharing. And whenever it was my turn to speak, I would, uh, what I call this is the scenic route. I would take my time. I would go on that long drive with my conversation. And if it gets, and if it's a long drive, that's going to get me to the point. So be it. Some days I got to take the scenic route and some days now I'm going to take the shortest route. It is what it is. And it's here with me and it's here to stay. And I love it. I'll always be working on it, practicing it to the best of my ability. But the one thing that I will not let it do is to make me feel limited. Stuttering opens other doors in different areas of yourself that if you took the time to pay attention, you would see what skills you've acquired, you've strengthened, and where it has taken you. Just don't stop speaking. Keep speaking. It's good practice. It's good exercise. So that's the story that I wanted to share with you guys today and talk a little bit about what does it feel like to have a stutter. Now, if you guys have questions or thoughts for me, I'd love to hear from you guys. Please hit me up on Instagram at this Indian chick. And uh, please follow uh, my page as well because I usually update that quite a bit. And... Um, Also, by subscribing, following, and liking the content, it does help the show to get recognized. And should you feel inclined to do this, only if you feel that what I'm putting out there can benefit other people or that other people should be listening to this to just stay aware, go ahead and do that. I would truly appreciate that. That means the most. Also, brand new information. I'm on Buy Me A Coffee 
And it's a really cool platform to just show support to the creators out there that are putting time and effort into putting out content. And I'd love to uh, see where this could go. And your support means the most. And I'm going to include that as well in the link. And all of that can be found on my Instagram. So until then, guys, thank you so much for listening and stay blessed.